Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, son. You're a huge embarrassing failure. Diane ain't much of a living boy. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this stuff in lieu of actual entertainment. Alrighty then. Hello and welcome back. This is Storytime and I am Gamer Dude. Glad to have you with us for some more stories this week. Today I'm putting on my old man hat. I'm going to revisit one of the topics we've touched on briefly in the past. And I'm going to tell you some things that I've learned over the years that as you get older you appreciate and when you're younger you don't realize you should appreciate them. I know, it sounds kind of preachy, doesn't it? Well, I'm not trying to be preachy. I'm just trying to be that old man on the front porch, giving you some life advice. You can take it or leave it, and then you can get off my lawn. Yes, that's my old man voice. But in all seriousness, when I was in my 20s, even into my young 30s, there was a lot of stuff that I didn't realize, that I didn't appreciate, that I just kind of took for granted, or that I didn't think about. And as I sit here today, and I consider whether I would have sat down with my dad and listened to him give me a list of his advice, I'm wondering how much of it I would have actually followed. And then I sit down and I think, well, what if... And I'm just going to pick a random famous person here. Not that I'm famous, but you're listening, so I figure you must have some interest in what I have to say. But I'm going to pick a random famous person here. What if Harrison Ford had sat me down in my mid-twenties and said, Uh, gamer dude, this is the advice I'd like to give you. Would I have listened to that any more seriously than I would have listened to my dad? I don't know. I like to think not. I like to think that I would have ignored both of them equally. Because as I've gotten older, I realize the advice my dad did give me was really spot on. But my dad was not one to go out and just voluntarily sit you down and have a talk with you. All right, gamer dude, I'd like to tell you some things about life. Take notes. He was not like that. He didn't impose his will or his beliefs or his desires or his thoughts on me really at any point in my life once I moved out of the house. In fact, he rarely shared his opinions once I moved out of the house. I usually got my dad's opinions through the filter of mom. She would tell me what my dad was thinking. But if I'd have sat down and asked him, he probably would have given me all kinds of advice. But I never did. So what I'm doing today is saving you the step of having to ask your dad or ask me, what should I do in this situation? Or is this important? Or should I worry about this? So why don't we call this life advice? And I know I've talked about it in the past, so we'll call this life advice part two you're free to completely ignore everything that I say. But I will tell you, as an old dude who's been down the road, this is time-tested advice. So the first thing I'm going to tell you is that life is too short. That's the platitude that all old people will tell you. Well, life is too short. Don't waste it. Let me tell you, life is too short. Things happen in a flash. Things happen far more quickly than you realize. When you're in the moment, you're enjoying it, and you say, this is great, I love this feeling, I love this trip to Disney World, I love this trip to San Francisco, I love lying on the beach for a week, and it feels like it's going to go on forever. It does not. And as time goes on, all of a sudden, 12 years have gone by since the last time you went to Disney World. And you look at your bank account, and you look at your work schedule, and you look how old you are, and you look how many kids you have, and you realize it's probably going to be another 12 years before I get to Disney World again. So when you hear somebody say life is too short, there's a lot of truth behind it because things happen and the years go by and they continue to go by and there's no rewind button. We haven't perfected time travel. Nobody has a DeLorean. We're not going back in time. We can't relive those moments that we let slip past us. Yeah, we may have been enjoying them, but did we appreciate them? 
And did we take advantage of every opportunity that we had during those early years? You definitely want to go and do things. You definitely want to go and experience things. But what I'm telling you is you want to appreciate them while they're happening. Because all of a sudden, 15 years have gone by and that's the last time you were at the beach or at Disney World or in a different city or in a different country. When you're 25, 65 doesn't seem like it's close at all. 65 seems like it's miles away. That traditional retirement age, 65 years old, that's when old people retire. When you're 25, that feels like, (laughs) a lifetime, I've got plenty of time. When you get to 50, you realize you're far closer to 65 than you are to 25. And you realize, damn, the clock is ticking and I'm running out of time. So those years between 25 and 50, 25 and 60, 25 and 70, you want to appreciate them. Do things, have fun, enjoy life. But be in those moments and appreciate those moments and enjoy them while you can. Because you never know if you'll ever get the chance to do those things again. That doesn't just go for experiences or travel or going places. That goes for people too. You want to ask that girl out. You want to ask that guy out. Well, at 25 years old, you're feeling nervous about it. Oh, what if they say no? Oh, what if they laugh? I can do it next year. Maybe after I finish school. You know what? You don't know what's going to happen between this year and next. I mean, just look at the COVID thing. Mrs. Gamer Dude and I were talking about that today. We lost a year. Stuff that we were planning at the beginning of 2020 just didn't happen. Vacations, trips, places we wanted to go, things that we wanted to do, people we wanted to see, off the table for a year. Now, COVID is an extreme example, but there have been years that have gone by in my life where things changed so dramatically and I never expected it. So if you want to ask that person out, if you want to apply for that job, if you want to write that book, if you want to cut that demo tape, you have to do it. Do it. Don't waste time. Do it. Time is a commodity that is in short supply, so don't waste it. Now that kind of leads me into the next point that I want to make, and I think it's more prevalent now than it was when I was a kid. I think it's partly because of the way we consume media, the way we watch TV shows, the way we watch movies. And I've mentioned this before. But it bears repeating. Life isn't a movie. It's not an action film. It's not a rom-com. It's not even a horror movie, even though it feels like it might be at times. Life is life. Good things happen. Bad things happen. You have good relationships. You have bad relationships. You have good jobs. You have bad jobs. There are friendships that last for years, and there are friendships that fall apart and can never be repaired. Unlike the movies, there's not always a happy ending. People like to say, well, you're the star of your own movie. Well, you're the star of your own life, but your life is not a movie. It's an ongoing story. If you want to equate it to anything, equate it to something like the World of Warcraft game, which is ongoing. There's really never an end. There are boss encounters, there are dungeons, there are raids, but the world in the World of Warcraft continues to exist, continues to go on, whether you do those raids or those dungeons or any of those adventures or not. The life you have will continue to go on. So that romance you're pursuing, that friendship you have, that job you're working at, it's going to go on or it's not. But there's no happy ending. There's no perfect resolution. So you shouldn't be treating your life as if you're waiting for that perfect sunset at the beach, seagulls flying by, music playing in the background, ending that you see in a movie. You're not going to ride off into the sunset. Sometimes relationships end. Sometimes you get fired from a job. Sometimes you don't get that promotion you were hoping for, that you were working for, that you know you earned. Yeah, it happens that way. That's life. 
And so what do you do? Well, do you move on. You pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you move on. Sometimes relationships break up because you're not supposed to be together. Sometimes friendships end because your tastes change. Your tastes, your friends' tastes. Sometimes you don't get that promotion because the boss's nephew also works in the same department. No matter how hard you work, no matter how many projects you turn in, no matter how many deadlines you meet, the boss's nephew is going to get that promotion. That's just the way life works. Now, don't misunderstand me. That's not to say if you have a good relationship and it falls apart, you can't put it back together again. That's not to say that friendships can't be repaired. That's not to say you won't eventually get the promotion or move into a better department or change jobs. But my point is, there's no happy ending guaranteed for a relationship that you have at the age of 17 or 25 or 32. Sometimes you don't get your best relationship until you're 45. Sometimes you don't get your best job until you're in your mid-30s. Sometimes you don't meet your best friend until you're 40. You might have a best friend at 17, but I'll bet you dollars to donuts that the friend that you have at 17 is not the friend that you have at 35. Things change. People change. Life creates situations that make you change, make them change, make the world around you change. That's the way life works. It doesn't work that way in a movie because a scriptwriter has it all scripted out. Life is the ultimate free-for-all. Talk about a free-roam game. That's life. You get to make all of the choices. There's nothing linear about life. It can go anywhere. And you get to choose. And it's okay to choose. It's okay to move on. And it's okay to close the book on things. That's what happens in life. All of that kind of leads into the next point. You are in charge of your own happiness. You're the commander of your ship. You're the star of your movie. However you want to put it, you get to choose whether you're going to be happy or not. Your happiness isn't based on who you're involved with. Your happiness isn't caused by the group of people you hang out with. Your happiness isn't based on what your parents tell you to do. Your happiness doesn't depend on the job that you have. You can find your own happiness, your own way, by accepting what's in your life and finding the happiness with what you have. Now, some people may say, well, I could only be happy with a million dollars. Well, okay, if that's your definition of happiness, then you'd best work really hard to get a million dollars. But happiness isn't based on money. It's not based on your relationship. It's not based on who you keep company with. It's based on what you find inside yourself. It's based on your ability to be satisfied with what you have. It's based on being comfortable in your own skin. Now, that's not to say you can be a jerk and expect to be happy. If you treat people like crap, if you don't do a good job in your life, if you walk around moping all the time, being angry, being hateful, and things like racism and misogyny and homophobia, those kind of things don't help you either. Because that involves worrying about other people, putting other people down, hating other people, disliking other people. None of that's going to bring you happiness. What brings you happiness is looking inside yourself, living your own best life, making your own good choices. Now, sometimes you have to find happiness after you've made some really dumb choices as a kid. Dropping out of school, robbing a liquor store, getting involved with the wrong people. But those choices don't end your life. They just give you the background against which you have to make your new choices. And from which you have to derive your happiness now. It can still be done. You can still do it. No matter what you've done in the past, you can find happiness today. But it comes from accepting the circumstances that you've created for yourself recognizing that and deciding to go forward being grateful for what you have and improving the life that you do have. Nobody gets to float through life just being happy. It does take work. You have to work to be a happy person. But it's not hard work. 
It's an accepting of the circumstances that you've created for yourself and being satisfied with the choices that you've made and being willing to make new choices to improve your life if you're not happy where you are. Happiness is a choice. It's up to you to choose the path to your own internal happiness. But pursuing material things, money, people, that's never going to make you happy. And you may say to yourself, well, all the rich people are happy. Hmm, they're really not. Some may be. But if you look at some of the things that you see rich people go through, there's a lot of unhappiness out there. Rich people, poor people, middle-of-the-road people. Happiness is not defined by the things you have or the things you do. It's defined by you choosing to be happy. Now, that's not to say that material things are not important. In the world in which we live, money is an important factor, and it's something you do have to be aware of, and that's something that you come to learn as you get older. But money can't be the focus of your happiness. It just has to be something that you account for in your life. And that brings me to the next thing that I've learned over the years. Money is important. You have to pay attention to it. You don't need it necessarily for happiness, but you will need it to live on, and you will need it to retire on at some point. And again, going back to 25-year-old me, oh yeah, money. I have plenty of money. I can buy my beer. I can buy my snacks. I can take my girlfriend to the club. I can make my car payment. I don't need to worry about anything. And all that was true when I was 25. Absolutely it was true. And I did have a certain level of happiness about that. And I was happy at the choices I was making at that time. But I didn't have a long-range vision. I didn't have a long-range understanding of the importance of the money I was making. God, I wish I did. And the reason for that is this. It's great to meet your expenses. It's great to make your rent, make your car payment, pay for your electric and your water and your gas pay for your phone, pay for your internet. Yeah, at some point you're going to have to do all that. Even if you're living at home now, nothing wrong with that. But at some point you're going to have to meet all those bills yourself. So yeah, you're going to have to have that money. You're going to have to make enough money that you can afford to do all those things. Oh, plus if, you know, you want to go on a date, want to go on a vacation, want to buy a pet, want to go to the doctor, you have to have money for that too. Oh, do you want to retire? Not at 25, of course not. You got a whole life ahead of you. But as I was just saying, 65 seems so far away when you're 25. It's not that far away. And so if you want money at 65 to retire on, you need to start putting it away. You do. I know it sucks to think about that. Oh, I could use that 10 bucks. That's a movie ticket. That's a used game at GameStop. That's a couple of Starbucks orders. But you know what? That 10 bucks put aside every week for the next 40 years, it's not a huge amount of money by itself. But you know, that's $20,000. Even if you put it in a non-interest-bearing account, you just put $10 in your mattress for the next 40 years every week. It's more than 20000 bucks. Now imagine if you put that money in something where you make interest on it. A retirement account, a stock, an interest-bearing checking account. And let's say you bump it from 10 to 12. You get that raise, you put an extra two bucks into that. Then from 12 to 15. Then from 15 to 20. And all that goes into some kind of an interest-bearing account or some kind of mutual fund, some kind of an IRA. The point is, when you're young, you don't think about the future. You don't think about the need for money down the road. But if you want to have that retirement option when you're 65 or 70 or 75 or whatever, you got to be aware of your finances now. Yeah, it's hard. God, I know it's hard. When I was 25, I didn't think about it. I didn't start thinking about it till I was much older. And I was able to put some money aside, but there's a lot of years that I missed where I didn't do that. By comparison, my dad was saving from the time he was 23. That's when he had his first job. From day one, that man put money aside. He knew. 
He understood. And going back to what I said at the beginning, if I'd have sat down with him when I was 25, I'm not sure that I would have listened to him. But I should have. And that's why I'm telling you, be aware of your finances. Have a vision for the future. Have a plan for yourself down the road. It's great to go out and party when you can. It's great to go out and have fun with your friends. But 40 years from now, you're going to want some of that money. You'll be missing that. So take that into account. And speaking of partying with friends, that brings up another thing that changes as you get older. Partying loses its appeal. Or at least it probably should. I mean, I remember the days when I was in college. Those beer bashes we used to have on the floor. Now, I didn't drink in college. I didn't start drinking until I was in my 20s. But everybody would come to these beer bashes. We'd have kegs. We'd have people. We'd have music. Red Solo cups everywhere. And people went crazy. People would drink all night, suffer through hangovers the next day. And if that was a Friday night party, they'd repeat it Saturday night. And yeah, when I was in my 20s, I'd go out and drink with my friends. We'd go party. We'd go play. We'd go dance. We'd do whatever. It was great. The buzz of alcohol. The taste of a good Long Island iced tea. A pitcher of margaritas. Oh, it was great. Loved it. Well, I'm going to tell you, once you get into your 40s, there's less appeal. You don't crave it. You don't want it. You don't do it. It's just that your life priorities are different. You don't need that anymore. I've heard the same is true for drugs. Never having used drugs, I don't know. What I'm saying is, you'll find as you get older, you'll have less of a desire to go out and get wasted. It doesn't have the same appeal as it does when you're 20. It's partly because the recovery time is longer. Believe me, I know that too. When you're 25, you recover from a night of drinking in about an hour, maybe two on the morning after. When you're 45, it might take a day, maybe two, depending on how much you partied. You feel it for a whole lot longer when you're older. Is it because you're getting tired? Is it because your body is getting older? Is it because your system takes longer to recover? Yes, to all of these. So yeah, the physical effects wear you down after a night of partying. But also, you have other things that you want to do. You don't want to waste a morning or a day or a weekend recovering from a heavy night of partying on a Friday night. You just don't. You got things to do, places to go, people to see. I want to go to that flea market. Got to go to Home Depot. Want to put that garden in the back. Have to install those cabinets. Whatever. You have things that you want to do that are more important than recovering from one night of drinking. So have fun partying now. I'm just telling you, you're not going to care as much when you get older. You're going to find other things that are far more important to you. And that's okay. Now that kind of leads me to my next point. And again, this is from a guy who knows. I was there. I did this. When I was 25, I didn't care what I ate. I mean, I cared to a point. If you remember my episode about being the fat kid when I was a kid, I was aware that I probably shouldn't eat a whole chocolate cake by myself. I was aware of that. But you know, a piece or two, eh, that's no big deal. Hot dogs? Sure. Nachos with cheese? Sure. What's cholesterol? Who cares? High blood pressure? Never heard of it. Smoking? Ah, I look cool. I like it. Nicotine buzz is good. Plus, camel cigarettes? Cool. But when you're 35, when you're 45, your health becomes much more important. It really does. You become much more acutely aware of the fact that a diet of hot dogs and nachos is probably going to kill you. If all you eat is McDonald's and potato chips, probably not a good idea. If you smoke a pack a day, probably not good for you. And I say that as a guy whose great-grandmother smoked like a chimney and died when she was 95. She didn't have any ill effects from smoking. None. At least none that we were aware of. But she was the exception. I know far too many smokers who die slow and painful deaths because they started at 20 and could never stop. I know a whole lot of fat people who started eating hot dogs and chips and never stopped. I know a whole bunch of people who have never exercised, 
never walked a block, much less run a mile. And now they weigh 300 pounds and wonder why they feel like crap. As you get older, your health becomes far more important. Again, I'm not saying you shouldn't do all the fun stuff in your 20s. I'm just telling you, as you get older, the crazier the fun stuff is, the more damaging it was to your health when you were young, is something you're going to pay for when you're older. So keep that in mind. I'm not saying don't eat hot dogs. I still love my hot dogs. I still love my nachos, plenty of cheese, but moderation and exercise. Because as I said, life is short and you want to enjoy the stuff, but you want to live it as long as you can. So enjoy the good stuff, but just take care of yourself. You become aware of how important that is the older you get. Because let me tell you, as you see the clock ticking, and by that I mean the number of candles on your birthday cake increasing, as you become aware of that, you become aware of wanting to take care of yourself so that you can pile as many candles on that cake as you possibly can. And the only way to do that is to take care of yourself, physically and mentally. So I'm telling you now, your health is going to become much more important to you as you get older. So keep that in mind as you plan the rest of your life. One more thing I want to say on the topic today, and I've said this before, and I'm sure I'll say it again. As you get older, as you become a more mature adult, you realize adults are making it up as they go along. We don't know what the hell we're doing. None of us really do. Whether it's raising kids or picking a neighborhood to live in, finding a good job, making a relationship work, none of us know what we're doing. There's no manual. There's no YouTube instructional video on how to adult. There's just not. What you have to do is rely on your upbringing, hope that you've found a positive mate, have a strong circle of friends around you, ask them for some advice if you want to. But ultimately, you have to realize you're making your own decisions. You're relying on yourself. It's all up to you how you get to live your life. There's no right or wrong answer to doing it. There's no manual you can turn to to say, oh, this is what I do. We're making it up as we go along. That's life. That's what life is about. Making it up as you go along. And that's okay. Because the dirty little secret of life is this. That's how we all do it. There's never going to be a time where you realize, oh, now I'm an adult. You just are. And so you just figure it out. You can do it. But I think it's important to realize that you're on your own. So make the best choices you can and try to have fun with it. Anyway. That's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate that you let me rant and rave like this and that you listen. I can't thank you enough for your kindness and your support, and I can't thank you enough for being here. Until next time, you guys take care of yourselves, and I'll see you when I see you.